0: You are now listening to Asking for a Friend with Talk Talk, sharing insights through real, honest, and practical ways to improve your communication and relationships. Featuring your hosts, Dr. Pamela Kreiser, Meredith Edwards-Nagel, and Taylor Polendo. All right, we're back
1: for our last fallacy. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this?
2: That was very Texas of you. Longhorns.
1: That was like a throwback. Hey, go Longhorns, that's right. Oh. So we've got the appeal to false authority. This is one Taylor brought to us. Mm, So it's your fault. This podcast episode (laughs) is your fault. I like to blame things on here. That makes me feel a little better about my day. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So tell us
0: about this one. What is this? Oh, man. It's a fallacy in which support for a standpoint or product is provided by a well-known or respected figure Mm -hmm. who is not an expert for the thing that they're supporting so I think we see this Mm. a lot you can use the title doctor but maybe it's not a doctor in the correct area of expertise you need them to be in hey watch that I know right
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do um... I actually play with that fallacy with my kids I'll be like I'm a doctor
0: I can help (laughs) you and they're like you are not a medical doctor I like that. We see it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot in advertising because it works. Some classic examples, you might think of an Olympian selling you McDonald's or-
1: Which, let's think about that one. Hmm. I don't think Olympians train on
0: McDonald's as their diet. My guess is not. But the fallacy is I think you kind of buy into this idea that if I eat like them, I'll be like them. So if I eat McDonald's, mm. then I'll get a gold medal. Or if I eat these Wheaties, I'll become an NBA all- superstar. Or is it, I... it, is it
1: that discreet though? Or is it just I like Michael Jordan, so therefore I'll mm. like this product? Probably could be any, anything on that spectrum, I would think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Ultimately, I think what it does is make them money. And that's <laughs> the goal, right? the, the
1: uh, Certainly. That's right.
0: The one that was glaringly obvious to me was the Kardashian. I saw a Kardashian selling a medication. And I thought, (laughs) what on earth, maybe other than personal experience, what authority does this person have to sell medication?
2: So So is this fallacy that in this example, they're actually selling it or they're promoting this sale of it or they're trying to convince other people this is why you should buy it to be like me because I did this. And therefore, it works.
0: I think this is the expert opinion, basically, in advertising or mm-hmm. just in any kind of thing. When five out of four—what or what is it? Four out of five <laughs> dentists recommend this brand. Five out of four d- dentists. Anyways, it's the this is a math podcast, opinion, right? Thank God. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. So I—I I don't think they necessarily have to be selling something but i think we often you see it in advertisement right so like endorse it mm-hmm. yeah, that's, I a think better, it's that's a better word essentially yeah. like what an influencer's job is basically is to perpetuate this fallacy
1: that's interesting you say about that because i was thinking about influencers and i was thinking has it shifted that from like the celebrity endorsement have we shifted partially into a culture that has some dependence now on influencers are they the modern embodiment of this fallacy because i see influencers are endorsing these different things but i don't think they're using the products
0: all the I time i don't i don't know if this is a new thing or just that it has become an actual profession and that it's so much more in our face because we have access to these people their I, access makes their sale so much more believable though
2: yes yeah, so i think it just
0: has made more of them but i i would kind of think that this has been around a while. I mean, celebrities have done it forever. Oh, for sure. My favorite example that
2: you've talked about this with us before is the the, the celebrity and the, I think it's like the lotion or something. What, who was that?
0: Oh yeah, well, I love how you I, like roll your eyes. I feel <laughs> bad because I actually do. I know enjoy I like her. the celebrity too. But, but... yeah, just um, any celebrity selling kind of like a beauty cosmetic item, mm-hmm. I think works really well because they're beautiful, and that's a big part of why we. Like them as a celebrity, I think, oftentimes. Mm-hmm. But sure. what is, you know, their expertise is acting. And I don't know what acting has to do with selling lotion. They're not like a dermatologist or mm-hmm. even an esthetician, someone like that, who could maybe make professional recommendations.
1: Right. Okay. So they don't have the expertise. Okay. Yeah. So, like in that example, you can wonder to yourself,
2: does this, famous person even use the product that they're trying to get me to buy right now because Mm. person x is famous and she or he has beautiful skin and i want that and i'm seeing Mm -hmm. it being sold to me and if they have beautiful skin i want to use that thing but that's the fallacy thing in this right yeah you don't know what you're talking about first of all you're not a dermatologist (laughs) are you even using this product like yeah. really? Like, how do I believe that?
0: I just really never believe that a celebrity is using the same item that maybe I can afford from the local yeah. <laughs> drugstore. I just like I have a hard time believing it. But who knows if they do or not? Yeah, now yeah, it's a good question. That's true. So usually
1: there's cousins. Yes, I love yeah. cousins. We're talking about fallacies that have sort of a similar connection. One we could talk about is blind loyalty, right? Or blind obedience. Mm-hmm. Simply adopt it because you said you liked it and I'm on your side or on your team. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. Not even necessarily a celebrity, like an actor or someone, but just even a public figure or a politician, maybe. If Mm -hmm. they endorse this person, then I'm going to or we just follow it. it, Yeah. If they said it, then it must be true.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I like about this cousin so much is it puts what you said, uh, Dr. K, that puts the loyalty above what's actually true in that which situation. is true. frightening <laughs> yeah like if i think I'm about so, it yeah i'm so loyal to this side or this person or this whatever yeah. that I, I will and there is it's frightening there's some beauty to that kind of loyalty i think but it in this example it's concerning you know hmm well
1: no i think it's very concerning actually because And you can get into brainwashing and things like Mm -hmm. that. You can really start getting people to do things if you uh, overuse that loyalty. And that is concerning. Mm -hmm. And then I wonder sometimes in a lesser way, so not brainwashing, but like just true loyalty. I worry sometimes that people become so loyal that they just don't examine the argument or the reasoning and just use the loyalty as a pass or a substitute for the work that they could do. Mm-hmm. which is to identify what the argument is or what's the evidence and really do some research. And they'd find I, out that Kim Kardashian is not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like you get really fired yeah. up about this subject, Taylor. And I like it. Yes. So what,
2: what is it that like gives you like the, when you, cause when you talk about it, I see your, like your face or whoever's <laughs> like if you're just listening, you know, um, she's mad right now. Why do That's you think this, expressive. this fallacy fires you up so much?
0: I guess I don't, there's like a level of manipulation to it, to me. Mm. It seems inauthentic, especially if you're know if you representing something that you don't use yourself. You talk about that, like, do they even use this product? That mm-hmm. seems inauthentic for me to like right. voice yourself, like represent a brand, but then not actually stand behind it, by either using it or know that much about a company. I always wonder that, like, do you research? Are their employees well-paid? Is it a good company that you're representing? Like, I wonder about that. Yeah. And then just not being a free thinker. I think it's really important to know what you know, make your own decision for yourself and not be swayed by someone else just because they're talented or attractive or have a large platform. That's right. Wow. I love it. I don't
1: know. I feel like it's time for a quiz. (laughs) Oh my
0: gosh. (laughs) I know. Every time you think you're gonna skate i know You literally what anticip- you, you thought i it never be- i never ever anteci-
1: anticipate wow anticipate that no you can't okay first question okay. so i'm going to name four product endorsement pairs oh. which of the following is not a well-known partnership mark Wahlberg for verizon reese witherspoon for crate and barrel taylor swift for diet coke dwayne johnson for under armor can you Which read again? one isn't a partnership? Read them one more time for me, please. Mark Wahlberg for Verizon. Mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon for Crate and Barrel. Taylor Swift for Diet Coke. Dwayne Johnson for Under Armour. I'm going Marky Mark. I'm going Reese Witherspoon. And the answer is Marky Mark. Do you know what endorsement it was? It wasn't Verizon. What he endorses?
0: Yeah. Oh, shoot. I can't remember what he does, no. AT&T. Okay. I know
1: it was an evil trick, Meredith. What can I say? Taylor won. (laughs) It's all about winning. Okay, well, let's do another question then. Obviously you're begging me for the quiz at this point.
2: Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, so here's the
1: question. In 2016, the influencer marketing industry was worth $1.7 billion. Wow. What is it projected to reach in 2022? 3.4 billion, 7 billion, 13.8 billion, 23 billion. In 2016, it was 1.7. What will it reach in 2022? 3.4, 7, 13.8, or 23 billion? Seven years later. Well, six, yeah.
2: Oh six, sorry. Wow, I'm really good at math. Thank you. If, if this is not a math podcast, I, I would not be on it. Um, do you need your calculator, Meredith? I was gonna pull it out. I really was. Um, what are you? And as I do that, I am gonna go with thirteen
0: point eight. Taylor, I think it might be that one. So I will go with twenty or what was it? The highest one. 23? Twenty-three D, yeah.
1: That is wrong, Taylor. The answer is 13.8 billion. Meredith, you're right. <laughs> no, the old calculator. Trusted, trusted calculator. Trusted calculator. Well still, someday we're gonna find out what buttons she's pressing.
2: Yeah, you know, we should go back and listen to all the quizzes in our podcast when I <laughs> reference using the pot the calculator.
0: I tend to get the answers right. No, you a hundred percent do. I know no, that. No, but math. what are you right? Writing- what What is the formula you're even putting in me? I know, think I then. just tell myself
1: that <laughs> I'm good at math for once and it just it just comes to me. I
0: like it. Well,
2: no. So we've well, got a tiebreaker
1: question here. Okay. Oh, okay. What yes. percentage of women use social media for purchasing advice? No. Oh. What percentage? I'm not going to help you.
2: Oh, guess a percentage? It's whoever's closest. 90%.
1: Zero, 90%. I'm, I'm saying 87. Oh, you see. And what did you say, 90? Yeah. Did you use your calculator, (laughs) Meredith? Oh my
2: God, it's 87. Don't even.
1: No, it's 86 though.
2: What? I feel like you
1: might have hit a button and you had it all along. Meredith wins. (laughs) I mean, I'll take it today. Sorry
2: that's it right oh, two out of three gosh. that's how it goes that's it
1: no more games <laughs> all right Well, when I'm thinking about influencers one of the things that I'm thinking about is do they have the expertise I think about Katie Masters who we've had on this podcast yeah and she's an expert in all things that are nail yeah, right, yeah related. that's a trusted influencer if she recommended a top coat or she recommended something a nail product I'm going to think yeah she knows because I don't know nearly as much as her about that topic. But then there's these other connections where it's like, wow, I need to start really thinking or vetting who's telling me these things. Mm -hmm. And am I watching it just because they're attractive
2: Mm. or they have a lifestyle that I think I want to have or right. That's sometimes where if I'm honest about the purchasing power of the internet, I'll see someone that's like a It's like even if it's like a family Instagram or a a athletic, and they're selling something or they're advertising a deal, it's -hmm. more like the percentage off that first gets me. I'm like, oh, there's a deal. What is this thing? Do I need it? (laughs) You know. And then I'm like, well, who are you? Why am I buying? Why do I want to buy this? Yeah, exactly. It's that manipulation, like you're talking about earlier, Taylor. That it's. If you're not asking yourself how or why, and I'm I'm, wonder, I'm curious about what this fallacy, because we're talking about a lot of examples, like where ways we can spot it, right? So that's mm-hmm. that's how, what I want to know. Taylor, teach me. <laughs> uh, teach us, Taylor. No,
0: uh, teach us teach. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I would say the first thing with this is just to notice it. Mm-hmm. And we talk about, there's a quote a- I like. Awareness. Yeah the glass is shattering, like, once you become aware of something, then it's forever ruined, sort of, in Mm -hmm. your mind. Just start looking for it, and I feel like you'll just be more, as you said, aware. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be influencing my decision? Mm -hmm. And, Mary, you talked about your exposure. How much exposure do you have to people influencing your life. And I thought that was mm. a really powerful.
2: Yeah. Or even, even like a, a simple task for me and thinking about this one is like weeding through, why do you quote, follow who you follow? Mm-hmm. You know, like I've, I've gone through, I've had like seasons where I'm like, Oh, I'm trying to get healthy. And then I, I look up stuff. So then it tracks different, these people and I follow them. And then I, Oh, I'm interested in this food or whatever thing, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever it is that, and I will go through like, well, why am I following these people? It's like Dr. K, when you were telling us with your, when your, wait, was this? It was that in the podcast you told us you unsubscribe from things. Was that here, or was that um, in our personal lives? <laughs> I think it was in our personal lives, maybe. <laughs> but it's, it's it's just a way to to look at who you're follow. Ask yourself who you're following. Why are you? And then it, you kind of kind of can see well, what are you being consumed with, or what are you consuming yourself with, mm-hmm. right? And you become less of like a, a victim of it, more of an active player,
0: mm-hmm. maybe. Oh, I like that.
1: One thing I- that I do as a practice, I go to extreme news outlets and listen to both of them when a big event occurs.
0: Mm. Ooh, I like that.
1: Because I'm curious how each side is portraying it. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. could be loyal and say, oh, this news channel is more like my framework or my point of view, so I'm just going to follow whatever they're telling me about what's going on in the world and for me i always do both because i want to see what everybody's saying about the same thing and it's a little bit funny sometimes because it's like wait is this the same thing because this something Mm. happened but neither one of you appear to be agreeing you know neither perspective so i I think Mm -hmm. oh there's a lot of research to be done there Mm -hmm. to figure that out Yeah. so being aware maybe reducing the number of people that we blindly follow
2: yeah so this is um how we're identifying it, how,
1: how is this is now? Are we going
2: I think into how to stop can stop it? Well, I think it?
1: stop doing it too. Because yeah.
0: awareness leads to that. And so does cutting off the the blind following. Just even questioning, like give yourself a second to pause before you check out of what what's influencing this in me and just kind of self-examine. So do I just want to look like that person? Cause mm-hmm. do I just want to be like that person? Like you talked about, Mary. Do I just want their life? Do I want whatever they're selling me? Or do yeah. I just really want these cool chopsticks that will help me eat my noodles? Oh yeah, if you if you want, them, you get them. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's just blind. <laughs>
2: well, I I don't know. I I mean, there's yeah, I think there's ways of a lot of these conversations were happening that you, we could have some sense of humor with it. Like, yeah, sometimes yeah. somebody sells me yeah, chopsticks that look awesome. And pff, I'd rather eat my food with those, you know? <laughs> yeah. And if I want to get them, I want to get them and they're $5 and I can spend my, that's a freedom of spending my money the way I want to spend it. But the heart of this, which I was curious why it so sparked your interest is it's mm-hmm. more about being aware when you're just being manipulated into doing or spending or following mm-hmm. just because of yeah. someone's position and not because of their actual
0: authority or knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to learn how to differentiate here. And I think so. I think it starts with just a level of consciousness of becoming conscious of that. It does happen. How often does it happen to so you? just start to question that kind of and re- evaluate your own life?
2: Yeah. And hopefully have people in your life that can call you out when they see it or mm. you, can, you know, and, and listen to it with, from other people. I'll tell Tommy, you know, I, oh, I, I want to buy this thing and not cause he's telling me how to spend my money. Cause then I would just buy it, <laughs> but it like, it'll be like a conversation. Like, well, why, what makes you think you need that? It's good to have self-awareness like you're saying, but also welcome when people see that in you and not be yeah. defensive about it because sometimes I'll go, well, because this person I really like said that it's great. <laughs> yeah. Is, is that the review
1: I'm really looking for or is the product Or the thing I'm interested in really worth it. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, Um, I kind of think if we're going back to the evidence, my strategy of listening to the news outlets that oppose each other, mm
0: -hmm. you can do the
1: same thing on a product that you buy or an idea that somebody gives you Mm -hmm. and say, what's the contradictory idea?
0: Yeah. What is it? Who's talking about it? i do that with reviews i go to the five stars and i go to the one stars yeah Yeah. i do that too (laughs) yeah i want to hear like both ends of the spectrum of why you loved it and hated it yeah Yeah. and and you
1: want to see how many are in those little slots totally right you're like wait there's a few too many ones right here
0: yeah and then when they start
1: saying i would give it a zero but there's no zero available (laughs) you're like ooh. (laughs) <laughs> right which is yeah. kind of a uh, funny thing but i that's interesting i do the same thing i want to know who loved it and then i also want to know how many people answered that so it's not four people exactly, and then i also yeah. want to see what i'm actually more interested in some ways at our lower people and what they have to say
0: you know the people the scoring the ones so i enjoy that i always wonder about that with like yelp reviews because i feel like more likely than not the person with a bad experience is going to write a review versus Mm -hmm. a person with a good experience. Mm -hmm. You're going to have more of those. And I think you have to remember that. It's true, though, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: No, but I think people do it because they're motivated, and people are motivated when they have the one, the impression of a one, and the impression of the five. I love this product, so I'm going to talk about it. I hated this product, so I'm going to talk about it. Hmm. So how do we unsubscribe from this problem? Well, we start with awareness. Then we do our research, and we can compare the opposing points of view. And then it's time to think deeply about our motives. The question becomes, what's influencing you? And as we combine awareness and research, we can become more selective about who we let influence us. Once again, thank you for joining us today. Please remember to rate, share, and subscribe to our podcast. And thank you for listening to Asking for a Friend.
0: Let us know what you thought of the episode. Our email is hello at afafpodcast.com. This show is for educational purposes only and is copyrighted. Written permission must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting. Thanks for listening to Asking for a Friend with Talk, Talk.